welcome to another RTV Warriors podcast as we conclude our Amazing Race Season 3 historian coverage. And I'm joined, as ever, by the co-host whose hosting skills are more important than his pants falling down, Michael Harmstone. Good evening. And that's not all for today. Joining us to conclude our coverage, we have the second runner-ups from Season 3, Ken, for now, and hopefully soon, Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be here. And we also have a very, very special surprise. We have the winners of the first ever Amazing Race Ranked Down on Reddit from a few years ago. We have Nanu's number one team out of the 858 teams to run the Amazing Race internationally from his ranking, and perhaps one of the most iconic reality TV winners ever. We have Flo and Zach. Hi there. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing great. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> so it's been a long time since you guys were on the race. I believe nine, has it been 19 years since you guys originally ran season three? Yes. I'm still counting, but yes. <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you guys don't remember too much about your season. Now and it's been all this time later. So I thought... We would start with just a really soft question to get things rolling. If there was an auction for an art piece, which would be sold for a higher amount? Would it be the Mona Lisa or Ian's hat? Which which would go for higher at an auction? <laughs> Flo? I mean, I haven't thought about Ian, or as he likes to be called, Ian. Um, <laughs> so long, um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ian Ian's hat. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the Mona Lisa. <laughs> it could also be Terry's. Didn't they have paper underpants, like disposable paper underpants? Those could go for a very high value. <laughs> Used or unused, it's uh, it all it all sells well. <laughs> it's not that better the internet, Logan. <laughs> That's a yeah, scary the- thought. I forgot Are... about the paper underwear. Oh my gosh. Those were okay. Those were okay. Good move. At least Zach remembers. I'm glad someone I'm, I'm glad at least one of you guys were remembered and brought that up. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> so do you do you guys still follow the Mason race to this day? All these, you know, two two decades later. Flo, I know you're at the I believe you're at the starting line for season thirty. Uh, no, uh, I w- was that season 30. Oh my gosh. Yes. I went to the starting line because my nieces are huge fans of the show. Um, they're teenagers and the starting line happened to be in Washington square park, which was a couple blocks from my house. And so we went over there and it was so crazy. And I saw, uh, you know, all of the the people that work on the show that were, some of them were still the same, obviously. Um, anyway, yes. So I followed that season because I thought it was so cool that it started right here. Uh, do you remember me being with you, Flo? Hello. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I can't even was there. Oh my God. I totally forgot. I mean, I didn't forget, but yes, we had a, we we had a good time. I felt a little bit like a like a stalker because we want. Remember, Kenny, we were trying to take pictures with Bertrand. Anyway, it was, it was a strange day. It was fun. Was, was was Zach there too, and also not not mentioned as being at the season thirty starting line? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I was there. I'm pretty sure I wasn't there. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> awesome. 
But all three of you still routinely follow the show to this day? I don't. I, I, I followed like a handful of seasons after our season. Um, and then I just, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't keep up. Um, of course, still fond of the show. And it's like incredible that the show that we were on way back when is still on TV. Um, but I have, I've stopped watching it. Uh, Ken, how about for you? Do you still follow it? Um, I do. There was a big bunch in the middle that I, I didn't get to see. Um, just going through my own stuff. And, uh, but I, I do follow it. I haven't, I obviously haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> but um, yes, I think I saw the last few seasons, definitely. And Flo, you say that because you have family members that are big fans, is that forced you? Are you, you actually mentioned before we were recording that you actually rewatched your own season not too long ago. I did. My son, who's a almost nine, and my nieces got him to watch. They had watched the season and they thought it was so funny. And so they made during COVID, we were all sort of looking for things to watch and we watched it together. Um, and it was humbling to say the least. <laughs> was there a different ending? Was there a different ending? Yeah, you won in this in this. <laughs> <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan directed it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you also uh, go on to, I think on YouTube, I believe you can still find the interview that you did with uh, Caroline Ray after the finale. I believe, I believe someone linked it, linked your interview not too long ago somewhere on one of the message boards on Facebook. Oh God. Um, That's a a classic. That was a a good day, right, Zach? I remember uh, picking out my outfit for that day. I remember trying to get my hair just in the right position, you know, up high. I was like doing the Marge Simpson kind of do. Um, yeah, it was, that was a good, a uh, good show for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, anyways, uh, where was I? We got we 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 got into a whole bunch of uh, got into a whole bunch of different uh, tangents there. Uh, have you guys ever, since I know, Flo, you had a call for the original All-Stars back with Season 11 to return, have the phone lines rang for any of you guys to come back since since then? Unfinished Business or Reality Showdown or All-Stars 7 or whatever we're on for returning seasons? Um, we got, uh, Gerard and I got asked. Um, we got, he said, they said there's going to be 20 of us, so they sent us the the new contracts and what they'll be making much more than our season. I like much, much more money than our first season, but the all stars was paying differently and we signed all the contracts. And uh, after about two weeks closest to it, um, you know, we sent it out and we got a phone call saying we, they're not going to use this. And I knew, uh, and Jordan and I were talking about, because uh, we knew Kevin and Drew were definitely going to be on it because they were probably one of the reasons I, uh, watched season one so much that um that they would be on it because it's the first season and it was their baby so i totally get it but we were we were sort of upset but a little relieved to be honest we were just a little relieved we weren't really ready to go physically and mentally you you don't think you would have done as well as you did the as you did the first time i never said that logan not at all (laughs) (laughs) you would have done done better you would have have done better uh, as long as long as you don't have to chase for a taxi outside the Seattle Center. Correct. We would. We well. First of all, we would beat obviously John Vito and Shell, Terry and Ian. Who else was in our season? That was. I guess that was there. Um, no, I'm joking. I have no idea. But uh, we were. We were ready to. We were wanted to do it in the head, but we just probably weren't ready. So 
it was a bit of a relief when they said we're not going two weeks before. Uh, Flo and Zach, have you guys ever gotten a call back since then after after the original All Stars? This backstory is pretty interesting. I, I believe Flo got some calls. I haven't gotten that many calls. I'm still waiting for uh, some kind of tournament of champions or an old timers edition. Um, but Flo Flo may have more more insight on that. Well, I got a call that first time, but it was to do it with Drew, and. I desperately wanted to do it and he was very opposed to it. So that was the end of it for me. I, I was actually surprised that they didn't try to come after us, like uh, me and Zach together. Cause I think that would have, people would have liked to see that again. Um, but yeah, no, Drew didn't want to do it. I think they went out to him another time separately and he still didn't want to do it. And um yeah, it's it's weird how they've picked those seasons. Actually, I'm sh- and I was very disappointed that Ken and Gerard didn't. didn't oh. <laughs> yeah, very surprised. Yeah, neither of you guys have been because we've had we've had the Lynn's family who won Family Dish and they got a call back for season thirty one, and then we had uh, Eric Sanchez who who won the original All Star and was on season nine. That him and Jeremy got a call back for season 31 as well and didn't make it so we're like did, did everyone just get a call for season 31 so it's very surprising they didn't pick you guys we went through a run of doing interviews in 2018 i think it was where everyone said they got a call back and we didn't pick it deliberately it was just one of those really weird things where we kept asking were you invited for 31 it's like yeah actually i got cut at the last second <laughs> well i don't know if that was the one we were asked to do i don't think no it was much it was much earlier it was like maybe the first one, I guess it was. And um, just ask the, the newer ones, did you sign your contract confidentiality agreements? Tell us how much you were going to get. And then if they don't know the answers, they're just bullshitting you. More more than the first time. <laughs> much more. We'll give you more than Kodak Easy Share digital cameras. <laughs> did you guys, do you guys still use the Easy Share digital cameras? I know we talked about it briefly before we started recording. Or have you upgraded since then? You know, I think I have. I'm not kidding. I don't think I, th- I think my mother like kept it um, because she thought it was like such an exciting prize. Uh, <laughs> but I actually, I have a lot of the, you know, I, it's funny, Zach, I was going through all this stuff and I found like our little notebook that we used oh. to keep notes on during the, the, the casting <laughs> process. Oh my God. I have to show, I'm going to take pictures and show with you. all of the, all of our nicknames for the teams. Yeah. It's like all of our notes about like things that we wanted to like remember to to study up on. It's too good. Right. Right. I got to see that. Uh, speaking of which, Flo and Zach, how were you guys cast originally for season three? Uh, did, did it involve a VHS take to send into production? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it involved, it was either VHS or it might've been like a high eight tape. But as I remember it, we went to, to the place where Flo was working at the time and we went down in like the, the basement and we shot a video in some like storage room and it was like a single take. You know, there wasn't a lot of editing that went into it. Of course, nowadays people cut together fancy videos. I'm pretty sure our video was a single take yep. with us talking about why we wanted to be on the race. And then as I recall, we got into a bit of like a disagreement about why we wanted to be on the race um, in that video, and that we just hit, we just hit stop record and sent that in, um, and I think that they they liked that. <laughs> yeah, 
with my memory of it. No, that's exactly right. That's how I remember it too. And actually, I think like our our dynamic our, or some aspect of it came across on that tape because we really, we didn't touch it. We literally like packed it up and sent it out that night. And Zach, uh, I don't remember, but do you remember ever writing for a website called Tar Flies back in the day? I of course remember Tar Flies. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I wrote for it. Um, I think you wrote a column once. I remember this. Really? <laughs> I think you remember that, Kenny. You'll remember this woman who worked on it. Oh yes, I. I, I yes, yes, that was Beth yeah. Miri. Yes, yes, Beth. I remember Beth. I remember Beth or Miri or Beth Miri, but I don't really remember writing for it. But I remember that was like that was the place to be for all tar gossip and information. Yeah, because there was this article that people still think is real. I've had to tell people over and over again that this article is is fake, where it was just a joke article because it was about how uh, Flo gave you almost all of her winnings for, because of what happened during the season. So people were like, well, she was really generous. She gave up her half of the prize money. It's like, no, that I don't. <laughs> that, that actually didn't happen. I bl- that'd be no. like a joke article I might write, but I can assure you that never happened. <laughs> right. That's, That's really funny. funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen that article. That I don't remember. <laughs> the amount of people who believe that myth is startling. That is crazy. I know. I read something like that, and it was it was startling. I just sort of laughed. <laughs> yeah, so so 19 years later, I still get comments on, on my blog where I'm like, no, no, guys, that did not happen, even even almost 20 years later. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know it's been a long time, too. Flo and Zach, do you guys have any fun behind-the-scenes stories that our listeners may want to hear about your experience on the race? Flo, tell me what you thought of the cast members, like what you thought of Gerard and I and, and when we were in the hotel. Well, we were... Well, this this is that we weren't quite sure um, because you're not allowed to to talk, and you know, um, we were not quite sure the relationship between Ken and Gerard. We thought perhaps they might be partners. Uh, we, we were. It was a. It was a strange. You know, you really couldn't tell, and they because they're they were so um, like jokey and friendly they were always like laughing and smile you know so we were like who are these guys like what's their story you know and and um and kenny was totally messing with us i could tell you know he was like sort of enjoying um the fact that that everyone was was checking each other out so we had and we couldn't talk and we couldn't talk wait what what did we used to call them zach i forgot we had a nickname Oh, Lord of the Rings! Lord of the Rings. It's, I'm not sure it's a name that would survive in, in this day and age, but it was the Lord of the Rings. Uh, team Lord of the Rings. Um, and then, and then uh, what, John Vito and Jill were like, like were they Rambo and Rambat or something? Yeah, something yes. like that, yeah. I think Ken got credit for that nickname on air, if I recall correctly. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So with Ken and Gerard, you were wondering whether it was brother or lover? Correct. Bro- yeah, brother or lover, yes. We were both. No, we were just brothers. <laughs> <laughs> we still talk like, you know, like exes, but no, of course. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's the best. He's really, he just wrote me an email like, I am so sorry, Mr. Ken. He always calls me Mr. Ken from the Vietnam thing when uh, when I had called the two taxis at the 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 rest whatever at the pit stop and uh, I said let's just get two because no matter what you know the first one's gonna grab it 
And then Drew and Derek just didn't lie too well. And um, so that the taxi driver kept saying, I can, you Mr. Ken, you Mr. Ken. And the story behind that is Gerard did most of the stuff, I have to admit. And one day we're laying in bed in, in, in Vietnam, in, in, in whatever, the top of the mountain in um, Singapore. And I go to Gerard, oh, Gerard, you know, you should do this. He goes, that was one of our first fights. And he goes, do what I've been fucking, oh, I've been doing everything. I'm like, Gerard, <laughs> you have not. And so I said, just do it, Gerard. You, you're good. You see, you can speak Spanish or something like, like that made a difference in Singapore. And uh, he goes, no. And I go, all right. He goes, you need to do it. I'm like, all right, I'll do it myself. So when I got all this credit for it, I was just cracking up. Like, oh, Mr. Ken, I'm sorry. We got Mr. Ken's camp. We can only take Mr. Ken, Mr. Ken. So Gerard always calls me super. And he was so mad that he didn't call that night that he got mad at me that, you know, because I, I, I called and not him. <laughs> Speaking of the different locations, have you guys revisited, revisited any of the locations that you went to on the race? Or has it just been left 19 years ago and you haven't gone back to any of those cities or countries since then? I've only been back to one of the locations which was the, the Diamante K bungalows in oh, Tulum. In Tulum, in yeah. Tulum, Tulum, Mexico. We were staying not far from there. My wife and I, we, I, I, I like, dragged her over there. I was like, look, we were here. <laughs> this is, these are the hammocks. This is the beach. You just don't have, you just don't have Phil there or the pit stop mat or, right, right, or the right. greeter in the huge, in the, I don't even know what to call that outfit that the greeter wore, but <laughs> you just uh, didn't have any of that there. That's right. That's right. But it was cool. It was really cool. I mean, I would love to go back to uh, many of the locations. But like, you know, it's hard to really appreciate these places when you travel through them on the race. Yeah, and you guys had a longer filming schedule too. I don't think people realize this, but the currently how it is now, they filmed all twelve episodes in twenty days. Is that Crazy. right? Yeah, wow. you guys filmed in what? Just over a month for the twenty-nine rounds. Twenty-nine right. days. Zach, 29, you think? I have no idea. I always say, I just say a month when people ask, but maybe it was 29 days. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It was more generous. They had more like money back then, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be too big of a fan of having to do all of that in 20 days? <laughs> I thought a month was pretty brutal. I, yeah, I think, I think a month felt, you know, there was barely any sometimes the turnaround between a pit stop and all after all the interviews, you barely got to sleep. So I don't know how 20 days works. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, uh, I don't mean to jump in here. Well, I guess I kind of do since I have to ask this. Zach, I know you have to go really quick. So I have one more question. Have you ever driven a car again that takes diesel fuel since the race? (laughs) Um, Well, that is one of the things that continues to come up in my life, you know, like, when people bring up the race or when I'm, if ever I'm like filling up a car and anyone comments on anything, that, that's something that has a lasting impact. So I've never made that mistake again. Um, you know, learned my lesson once. Um, but no, oh that, 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 was, that was a doozy. But, I was, you know, we did well getting out of it. A lot of people just folded up and quit. You know, we, we, I, was, I was impressed with us as a team getting through that one. We just did what most New Yorkers would do, which was, find someone else to solve the problem for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about that. Remember that was like the only thing people would ask you about. I mean, I, yeah, it was, totally. it's so good. God. I remember people like, were like saying, Oh, it's uh Oh, Kenny and Gerard were so smart. I'm like, 
we weren't smart. We were just ready to put in the regular thing. And the guy happened to say from the booth, because it was late, he said, no, 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 diesel, diesel, diesel. So um, <laughs> so we were just like, oh, okay. Didn't even think anything about it until the show, until pit stop when everyone else was talking about it. So, uh, Flo, so back in your guys' season, flight scrambles were a lot more frequent. Were you guys still able to buy multiple tickets for, or multiple tickets to get to the same destination back in season three? Um, gosh, I might need Kenny to weigh in on that. I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think we had to void, void one if we bought more than one. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. I think I had to void one. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't have like that luxury. That would have been good actually. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, because we had, I think, Joe and Bill on, or I think I think it was, or even with Al, I, maybe they brought back the rule for season four, because I think Al might have said that they bought a lot of tickets for flights, and then production got so pissed off with how much money was being spent that they had to start changing the rules a lot more, a lot more frequently after that. <laughs> hmm. And Flo, are you, are you still fluent in Italian, or not fluent, but are, can you still speak Italian? Oh yeah, I'm fluent. I mean, you know, I it was my first language, so luckily it has not it has not gone away. Um, but yeah, I'm actually heading. I haven't been. My parents live in Italy, um, and I haven't seen them in almost two years now. So I'm heading there next week. Oh wow! Yeah, actually, um, on my first the first time I traveled out of the country when I started traveling like crazy was. Uh, Four years ago, and I stayed with my, uh, I have cousins in Southern Italy and Calabria. So I stayed with them for a few days and only the, only the one uh, cousin, she was about 16. She was the only one who could speak English. Nobody else could speak any English. So it was very, it was a very interesting experience to, to say the least. Oh, I bet. Beautiful down there. Yes. Very, very, very beautiful in Calabria. And you get, and you get to be away from a lot of the tourists too, compared to Rome or, uh, or Naples and and some of the coastline. So I'm very curious, folks. I know in the one of the more iconic moments of the season was telling the guy behind the desk to not let Andre and Damon onto the flight, to not let them tickets. I was wondering if you could use your Italian to tell my listeners to not let me get on the plane either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. I remember. Is this giving you a kick, Logan? Yes. Oh my God. I can't believe I said that. Remember, I, I, now I remember exactly where we were. We were in Morocco, right? Yes. It's part of that insane flight scramble. It's one of the craziest flight scrambles I think I've seen on The Amazing Race where everything was full. You guys couldn't get find any flights. Andre and Damon are sleeping in an airport. They're sleeping on a train. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny that we, that it's not that funny to you, but I just remembered that we were in that Marrakesh airport. Um, or wherever. I don't know if it was Marrakesh. Yeah, it was I think Marrakesh. it was. I think it was. Yeah. And we and, and we must have been flying Alitalia, which is why I was speaking to the person in Italian, because at that same counter, I ran into this couple and they were um, flying to Italy from there. And I don't even know how it came up, but I said my name and she said, oh, are you related to Roberto? by any chance, Pesenti. And I said, that's my dad. And she said, I used to be your dad's assistant. And I said, oh my God, can you please, so we didn't have access obviously to speak to our families. I said, can you please call my dad when you get back to Italy and tell him you ran into me in Marrakesh and I'm doing great. 
I remember you told me that. That was crazy. Wasn't that crazy? And then my dad got this message from this woman who used to work for him. And he was so thrilled to hear I'd like made it all the way, you know, however many weeks it had been. So anyway, yes, I speak fluent Italian and that came in handy that day. You're really bringing me back. I'm getting nostalgic. (laughs) That's the goal here when we're talking about something that happened 19 years ago now. Speaking of nostalgia, I'll tell this story really quick because I don't think you guys are aware of it. But when your guy season aired, I was rec- it was the first time I started recording reality TV episodes on VHS tapes, on blank tapes. And your guys' season and Survivor Thailand were airing at the same time. And I was in the sixth grade at the time. And we actually, I managed to convince my sixth grade school teacher to show the fourth episode of your guys' season in my sixth grade class. So. What was the fourth? I don't even remember what the fourth episode was. That was when you guys went to, uh, that was the Portugal episode. So that's when Heather and Eve got kicked out. So we had a little worksheet about all the questions about what we saw in the episode. And that was the only justification for how we got to watch a 45 minute, how we got to dedicate 45 minutes of our school day to watch season three of The Amazing Race. Wow. Well, it was very educational, I will say. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, a few years ago, I went to all the locations from that episode for nostalgia's sake. Anyways. Uh, you did? Yeah, I went to, yeah, pretty much. I think the only place I didn't go to was the Kalen Port Lodge from that episode. But I went to the, I walked around to see if I could find the three cafes. And then I happened to get on a train from Porto to Lisbon. And I went to the soccer stadium and I walked to the Torre de Bellum. That was an awful, wasn't that awful, Flo? Do you remember we were talking on the train from um, during that and everyone was happened to be on that train and there was the school kids were, were doing the soccer. Flo, correct me if I'm wrong if you remember this. And remember we got stopped on the track or something and we ended up like, like some lady committed suicide or walked onto a train. So these little kids had to stay to like, I guess it was like 1.30 or something. The parents like, we can't stay this late. We can't stay this late. We I found this out later, like like from production. And um, so we were just like, that was like just, to me, one of the most nerve wracking episodes for me, because that was the first time we were all together. We were all on this on this train and we knew that somebody was going to get eliminated. Yeah, and, uh, so stressful. Yeah, we were, it was very stressful, so. You know what happened to me on that train? The guy, that the camera guy who I hated, pulled me aside. And mind you, I was, you know, 22 maybe. And yeah, exactly. 22. And he pulled me aside and he was like, listen, um, I just want to tell you that when you rewatch this show, you're going to be really upset because you use a lot of bad language. <laughs> no. And I was like, okay, thanks. Like, are you kidding? I was so annoyed and insulted. And then obviously I was embarrassed and I will never forget. Like I could not stand that guy for the rest of the season. Every time he was assigned to us, I became like irate. I know which one it was. You know exactly. Yeah, it was that little no. one. Don't say anymore. <laughs> you just turned around and were like, fuck that guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Why is she speaking in Italian all of a sudden? What is she saying about me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have started cursing in Italian instead. <laughs> that was actually one of my one of my questions was did you guys have any bad experiences with the camera or sound production guy? Because there's always there's always one duo that nobody wants to be paired with for the episode, but I'm guessing no other experiences. That's the that's the main experience right there. Can you have anything? I feel like there was another issue with one of the guys. I don't remember. Um, I do remember um, our favorite ones, and I can't remember his name now. I'm so mad. 
we we thought we had them for the very last uh, leg of the not the you know the last whatever you know 20 minutes of the race on thing and then they keep changing it towards the end they didn't want people to have the same cameraman and we were so upset because in the end we didn't get who we wanted to have which was uh, the other guys and I'm sorry the name is escaping me now. You know what? It was Zach was always concerned because there was a couple of guys who were just not that fast. They were just bigger guys, older guys. And so he always want he was always like hoping for the younger, more sprightly guys because, you know, they could keep up better. Um, so, yeah, that was always a thing. Yeah, I know in the earlier seasons, yeah, we've had other guests on that said, yeah, we always there was this one duo that we just absolutely dreaded being paired with for legs. It's like, well, you're going to finish further behind than usual. Right. <laughs> but, right. I, but, but it's good to know that now that uh, everyone who gets assigned uh, the duos, it sounds like they're all almost equally fit or within they're all they're all comparative to each other nowadays, which is a which is a good rule change, it seems. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, speaking of the camera operator pulling you aside flow and saying, hey, you use too much bad language on TV. Did you get a sense of how viewers were going to react once the episodes all aired? Um, you know, I didn't get a sense of it right away. I, I, and I, and, you know, it sort of like started to, as the, the group thinned out and there was more and more coverage of me, then I would say probably like episode three or four. Yeah. I got a sense of, of what was going to be portrayed, um, and how I, you know, I totally blocked out sort of the whole thing. Cause once you win, you're like, okay, whatever. Like, this is great. <laughs> so yeah, I got a sense of it, you know, halfway maybe through. Um, but I definitely, yeah, it, it, it totally took me um, by surprise in a lot of ways. One thing I want to commend Zach and especially actually all of you guys really is that when Flo, when Flo, when you were getting all of these, Trolls. The internet and the fan base, yeah, trolls, yeah. I'm really glad that you guys were very supportive of Flo throughout that process because I think that makes a huge difference if it's like, hey, leave Flo alone, Flo is awesome, why are you doing this? So it's always great to see a, a cast be really supportive that way. Well, also, Flo was one of the first people, Flo and Zach, I remember we, Gerard and I took an Ambien because I, um, we were able to bring it. I was able to bring it on because of another story. So you, you can only bring a certain amount of drugs. So we fell asleep on this long 24-hour bus ride uh, in Mexico. And we woke up, first woke up, and then, you know, she just come. We haven't really talked to the teams. Like, we didn't really, right, Flo? We weren't really talking too much in that bus no. quite yet because it was new. And Flo was the very first person, Flo and Zach, were the very first people to come up to us, Gerard and I, and she goes, hi, I'm Flo. And I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, Flo. And then we found out that we actually had uh, a friend in common, uh, Jamie Grill, and yeah. I worked for I worked for the father for, for Jamie. It was her best friend, right, Rob, right? Yeah, yep. And it was like her best friend, and I worked for her father at the time. I was casting for her father, and uh, it was just such a small world. And so from that moment on, I just, I just knew that this would be a, a great team to hang with. You know, they were really a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, as it relates to being supportive, look, Zach could have gone either way and he should, he deserved to do whatever um, because it was, it was a tough, it was a tough situation to be in, but Kenny was always my number one cheerleader. He was like, don't listen to these people who cares. You're the best. He was always sticking up for me with all these freaks 
who, you know, like took time out of their day to write terrible things about me. And I really couldn't have made it through without Kenny and without Zach. Like I was, you know, it, it got to a point towards the end where I got super, um, you know, bummed out. I felt like I wasn't able to enjoy the experience of watching the show or I wasn't able to enjoy winning the show. Um, and, you know, I don't want anyone to feel bad for me. Like I de- brought it all on myself, but I definitely, um, you know, it was so great to have castmates that were so loving towards me. I think it would have been a completely different situation had it aired now. I'm not sure you would have necessarily had as supportive a cast as you did then now because they veered more competitive, I think. And I think people would be a lot more cutthroat now, not necessarily the guys actually in your cast, but I think if they were casting it nowadays, you would probably see a lot less support from a cast and you would see a lot worse people on Twitter. Yeah, well, I think social media is totally different now, right? Like we were like looking on these weird, like, you know, whatever they were, threads. Um, Now with with Twitter, it would be a totally different story. So I'm very thankful that we did this in the beginning of of reality television and the beginning of social media, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to escape it as easily. I didn't even know that these websites existed, like people followed shows, like I just never heard of that. So all of a sudden someone said, um, oh, go on to here. Someone sent a link. I'm like, oh my God, people are talking about this. The show hasn't even started yet. And I just remember a lot of people not liking us, you know, uh, in the very beginning, before we were even introduced. It was just like from a, a coming attraction or something. So, and then, you know, Flo and I spoke a lot during that time and, uh, and Gerard and I, and it was just, it was, uh, it was brutal. It was brutal, especially when no one knows anyone. We haven't even started yet. And you know, there was one or two threads I remember that were just pretty awful and uh, they wanted us dead and they, how, how they're going to do it, how they're going to get us to kill us. And we were just like, what? So I can only imagine that Flo was, was getting some of that too. Some. <laughs> I was being nice. Just a little bit. <laughs> do you know what? I still, this is like my therapy session now. I still get like every like couple of weeks, psychotic messages from people on Facebook um, like direct messages that I have to block that are like really, really vicious um, and violent and aggressive. And I just can't believe that people A, are care and B, are taking the time to harass me and C, that they're like starting over by watching the such early seasons. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that, watching the early seasons. I've told this story a few times on the podcast, but I did a uh, a quiz show in the UK in 2018 called The Chase, which does now have an American version on ABC. And the amount of trolling I got in the 10 minutes that I was on the episode was ridiculous. Even though I did pretty well on it, like the amount of people who were bitching about me for where I where I'm from, what I was wearing, the woman after me's eyebrows got trolled. The woman after her got trolled for uh, for taking a lower offer on the actual show and like proper vicious stuff, and I just don't understand what goes through people's heads. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Flo, you, you did good. She survived it. I mean, it was a lot of because I watch the seasons now. That was really nothing compared to some of these people now who are just mean. Not everybody, of course. There's a couple like in in each episode. You're like, wow, that's just not nice. That's almost worse than everything. That that's worse than everything else that's who they are so i don't know i think it was very interesting that brooke in 29 got so many comparisons to flow because we love brooke we make no secret of the fact we we love her 
longest interview ever. <laughs> four and a, four and a half hours. <laughs> and I spent the entire day with her and Scott when they came to London right after their season. And I think a lot of the complaints that were about Brooke at the time would have probably been the sort of stuff that Flo would have gotten. It was horrible to to see as her friend. Yeah. And 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 just to add one quick note on that, yesterday when I was checking, there was six new comments on my blog, and all six comments were over a three-hour period. Michael doesn't even know this yet. Was from a was over a three-hour period from the same person on the article that I wrote about Flo. Because they're like, "No, you're wrong. Flo is this," and it's like, "Okay, you wrote six different comments <laughs> over a three-hour period. I have not gone online to approve them." And like, I don't think I'm going to approve the comments at this point because this is a little bit extreme. What did they say? Yeah. We have to. You send us a link. I want to read about Flo. Yeah, send me the link. I want to see. <laughs> if it's good, it's all good. We need the screenshots. We need this. Oh, from the guy. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It was. It was. It. If. If the. If those comments had aired, I think that same camera operator from the Portugal train would be pulling that guy aside and said, "Hey, just yeah. a heads up. Too much swearing. We're not going to be able to use this footage on the blog." <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. It's like, are you kidding me? I was 11 when this season aired. I turned 30 next month. Mm, crazy. <laughs> still, were we still dealing with this? Um, so I don't know if you guys know this, but one of your castmates, Andrew, was on Naked and Afraid. The question to you guys, of course, too bad Zach isn't here for it, considering he had a lot of commentary about the paper underwear, but uh, <laughs> would you guys ever go on Naked and Afraid? They would be afraid if I were naked, trust me. Nah. Well, it is Naked and Afraid. It didn't indicate who would be afraid. <laughs> I would never do that. No, I couldn't. I I'd... I, I love Andrew, and in fact, I haven't seen it. It's on my DVR, so I have to watch it. And uh, Flo, we should watch that together. Yeah, let's watch it together. Let's that make that our, our next meetup. All right, sounds good. I'll do that. Um, I did not know he was on that. He, it's funny, he reached out to me the other day on um, Instagram, and it, we went back and forth a little bit. Um, he's so sweet, but yeah. he's, you know, he's got a really good, he's got a really good body, that, that guy. And he's tall. He's taller than I thought. So fit. He was like a, you know, he was a cheerleader. So. Yeah, but you said Ken was your number one cheerleader, and you actually had an actual professional cheerleader who you did not say was your number one cheerleader in the cast. Well, that because my number no, the the actual cheerleader got eliminated too early to be. <laughs> bye bye everybody. We were so happy every time there was an elimination, and when there's we found it was a non-elimination, we were you know like oh shoot we gotta. Do it again, you know. Oh my god! Yeah, I was so happy when they started to clear out all the all the weak teams. <laughs> all the weak teams. You had Jean and Sylvia. Fear no man. Be terrified of soccer mom was their catchphrase. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they were so sweet. Those two. They were sweet. They were sweet. I mean, we we talked to them for one day, but they were nice. They were very nice. They gave us their towel, like they had a dry, a, a little dry towel that. They gave it to us and said, oh, here, use this, because we didn't bring a towel. And so they had a little one that dries in like 10 minutes or something. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. What's your name again? Oh, yes, Sylvia. Yeah. See, it starts with a G. <laughs> no, I know. I know who they are. I, I actually thought they were lovely, and I've spoken to them uh, recently, one of them recently. So that was good. It was a fun team. They were nice. I'll very quickly run through the flow. Do you, do you still, how much more time do you have, Flo? I got a couple. I have like five more minutes, but then I've got to go. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, 
do you think you guys uh, flow do you think it was easier to do the self because there's a big debate as to whether teams should do self more self-drive legs or just take taxis what was easier for you flow was it the self-drive legs or the taxis with the zach um so you might not know this or maybe you do know this that i never drove once on the show <laughs> i got my license like three days before we left for the amazing race in Zach's dad's car. And I never drove that on that show. And I didn't drive for about five years after that. So <laughs> I didn't know that for me. Yes. It's like, I just recently started driving more, more actively. Um, I hate driving. You can drive me around because I don't even have my driver's license yet. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So you understand me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, I hate driving. So to answer your question, I liked any option of not driving. So whether that was Zach or taxi, Zach actually is a great driver, um, but I'm a terrible navigator. So I prefer taxis. So he had to do the, he had to do the navigating and the driving. Yeah. Basically he had to do everything. Doesn't everybody know that? (laughs) And that's why he deserves 90% of the prize. (laughs) That's what he got. That's what he got, right? (laughs) I'm going to write him a check tonight. (laughs) Well, you have to account for inflation now. <laughs> mm. Yes, it's true. Why, Flo, why was there an obsession with getting rid of Derek and Drew at the start of the reason? Why was there a twin hunt alliance? And where did that alliance go wrong? I mean, Kenny knows. We just wanted to get rid of anyone who looked more fit than, than the rest <laughs> of us. Um, and then we were like, wait, we like these guys. And that, I mean, the alliance probably went wrong because we started to like them and I started to really like them as we all know. And I was like, wait, I can't have this, these guys leave this, you know, this is my like sanity and now my boyfriend. Um, so that was, I let my feelings get in the way. But your feelings didn't get in the way. Cause in the final four, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Ken and Gerard were told where they had to get the cyclo, the Vietnamese uh, bicycle. That was, of course, one yeah. of our favorite episodes, of course. I forgot what happened with that, Kenny. What, well, I, how did that happen? I got, I, I, I remember this, like, I got, I jumped onto the boat, and it was your boat, and I didn't even know she was on it. It's like, she goes, get off my boat! <laughs> and they were like, well, well, what's going, where is it? And we asked them where the, where it was, you know, where where can we get these cycles? And she said, you know, they're they're exactly great. You go up here and just follow all the flags. It's all the way. It's like, a, you know, a mile over to the left there. So I'm like, okay, okay. And then that's when uh, um, Drew and Derek, you know, asked us and they said, was Flo on that boat? And I think I said, no, right? I think I... I think, yeah, you lied. Yeah, you, yeah I, I think you I lied. totally lied, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good lie, though. I Wasn't know, it I a good one? Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, somebody had to. Somebody had to get them out at that Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Because I don't know. We couldn't have beat them at the end. Like that the whole Seattle thing. Like, I don't know. that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just think by that point, we had to get rid and of And they them. had a groove going. They definitely had a groove going from the very beginning. But they, you know, they really were, ended up doing really, really well. So Drew won in the end, just not the money. The oh, girls. really? <laughs> Who won 90% of the prize there? Exactly. <laughs> Drew <Exactly>. did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good answer, Kenny. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Um, so, uh, Flo, is there anything you want to tell our listeners before, no, before you have to go? 
I, I want to thank you guys for having us. This was so fun and it's always so good to reconnect. And I'm sorry we didn't get to talk to Gerard, but we, um, we will all get together, I hope, soon. And I'm so always flattered that, you know, people are still watching our season and enjoying it. And um, so thank you guys for, for having us. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I think pe- people's jaws are going to drop when they when they find out that we got you on this podcast. Well, you can you know, I would have only done it for Kenny. That's the old, if anyone else had asked, I would have said I was busy, but I do anything for Kenny. Oh, she's so sweet. So, uh, how about Ken? Uh, do you still? I know clearly you still keep in contact with Flo and Zach a little bit. Do you keep in contact with any of the other teams? I know we briefly discussed this before we recorded. Yes, um, I definitely keep in touch with Al. Al came in a couple times and we uh, hung around the city and whatnot. I think we went and saw a show. I saw him camping once. We just happened to be, uh, he posted it on Facebook. Uh, he did, Well, yeah, he, he, uh, we, we met at camping and we're like, oh my God, what are you doing here? So we sort of hung. That was nice. And um, uh, let's see. I, um, I haven't talked to Zach in a long time. Uh, Terry and Ian, I saw them a couple times after the show. They came in and and that was sort of fun. And um, uh, Jill and uh, John Vito, Jill, Flo and Zach, me and Gerard and myself, we would all sort of watch the shows together every, uh, you know, whatever it was, Wednesday night. And it was either, you know, Flo's house, Zach's house, Jill's house, or, or I think John Vito's house. So it really was uh, a fun little group that we had towards the end because we all lived in New York City. That, that's, that's really the only reason. But uh, it was, I was blessed that, you know, that we were able to do that. That was really a ton of fun. Did you go to the Tarcons? I know those used to be a thing in New York City. Uh, I, they just they stopped doing that five years ago. Yes, I I went, I went, and it was actually shocking to me uh, because I didn't realize people. I, I didn't realize this was going to be like these full fledged fans, and and then just meeting some really fabulous people. You know, I can name quite a few. Um, who just became good friends now. And so we just, like, we talk all the time. I see them every time they come in to the city. And you know? so it was just, you know, just a lot of fun. So you, you, Flo and Zach, are you all still based in New York City? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And John Vito is too. John Vito is too. He got married recently. We all went to dinner about maybe, maybe four years ago. Uh, it was, um, John Vito, he was just, he was, he had just got married, I think, or was just, yeah, he just got married. Not to Jill, just to be clear. No, not to Jill, not to Jill. (laughs) She's lovely. I saw her once, like, just, uh, she was jogging in in the park, and I'm, of course, like, eating an ice cream in in the park, whatever, and she goes jogging by me, and I'm like, that hurt, Uh, and then we stopped and spoke. She she's just, she's always been lovely. She would have the best parties, like, inviting everyone in, and so was, uh, John Vito was just like, you know. Loving it too. We just all got together, so which was a lot of fun. And let's see, what are the other teams? I'm guessing Derek and Drew, probably, especially Drew, I guess, probably would have been at some of those gatherings at the beginning. I believe he was. Um, I can't remember if they. I don't think they were living together at that point. I, I don't know. That way, she was on. Um, um, I, I remember him a couple times, and and I remember seeing him a couple times after we went to maybe it was Tarcon again, and he was there or something. But uh, I are you sure it wasn't Derek? <laughs> I don't think they looked alike. I mean, I really didn't. We just knew from the very beginning that they were twins, but I mean, I just, they looked alike, of course, but um, yeah, I just didn't. I, I To us, it was just two different people, you know? 
It was tougher to tell for viewers because this was before high definition TV. <laughs> yeah, I watch it now and I'm like, ooh, that looks old. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who are the other teams? Andre and Damon? None. I wish. I wish. I wonder how they were doing. Okay. Uh, Aaron and Ariane? Um, I saw Aaron at some gay club camps. I remember once and he came up to me. I'm like, oh my God. And we ended up chatting for a long time. I remember he had us over or. He had me over or something for, for a show or something, uh, and he invited me. He, he opened up his house. He had just gotten this new apartment on 42nd Street, and I think he's still there. It's like one of these beautiful high-rises. So. Um, and Ariane, um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing her too much. Sylvia came into town. I couldn't meet her the last minute. Um, uh, and I think M Michael and Kathy? They're lovely. They they really were. They really were a lot of fun. Michael was very droll, and uh, Kathy was just terrific. And we kept in touch a lot online. And I I think I have I owe them a, a phone call or something. And I would love to see them. They they have some nice kids and whatever. So that was good. And uh, yeah, well, people tend to forget you guys. Uh, it was, you guys had a twelve team season. <laughs> yes, it was it was a bigger and and there wasn't any random. Uh, starting line eliminations or eliminate get eliminated halfway through the first leg mm -hmm. it was actually it was truly 12 teams uh heather and eve any contact with them um it's funny no i'm not but about um i don't know 12 years ago we had dinner they, i was having dinner with my friends and they were there and uh just the two of them they hadn't seen each other and and we were just totally catching up i i you know they live they also live in new york city too um and um yeah, I just don't see them. I know that um, Eve wrote a book, and she did. She's got very successful with the book, and uh, we oh, wow. we sort of rekindled again. It's you know about um, being a mom and and taking control, and uh, she it was just a really uplifting book. And uh, yeah, and Heather, I, I know that she got married, and and she uh, I don't know what's what's going on now. I, I just spoke to her that last was then. I don't think she's on Facebook either. So uh, that's really all I know of them. So Eve is more successful with writing this book than she was with the stick shift. On uh, yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it really got a lot of press. It was really a good book. Um, yeah, it was just very empowering, especially, you know, being a mom, being a, a, a female. And I think it was just uh, I, I, I read a lot of the cliff notes because I don't read as much anymore. But I do want to get the the uh, the sound of it, you know, when you get the audio books. So, uh, yeah, so I did get to see her a couple times, which was nice. But it was all pretty much unexpected. And then uh, I think the only team that hasn't come up, surprisingly, is uh, Tramel and Talisha. Any update on them? Um, Talisha came into the city. Um, we went to vinyl or something, I remember, and we we, we met for, for breakfast. She's got very famous doing, um, what was she doing? She was writing uh, one of the major shows back then. I can't remember. She was one of the writers. And... Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm so sorry. But uh, so we, we were just really catching up and she did really well after this. She's she's a writer and then she was writing for I can't rem I remember saying, oh, that's one of my favorite shows. And of course, I can't remember what it is now. Um, but yeah, so if you, you can look her up, uh, she's she's done very well for herself. And, and I, I don't know about Tramiel. Uh, he was just always the guy next to her. And she he was just, you know, very friendly. They were, you know, brother and sister. So we sort of had a, had a little bit of a bond in the beginning with them, Gerard and I, in Mexico, because we, uh, you know, siblings and stuff. D 
Did you anticipate, I know this is getting a bit more specific, so I'm not too sure if you'd remember, but did you anticipate just how many alliances you would have during the season? Did you plan on aligning with so many teams while on the race? No. Nope. The reason we, um, no, I didn't. Um, we didn't really think like that. We were just sort of running the race for ourselves. Like we, we, we didn't think about everyone else. And, and I remember in Tulum, uh, somebody came up to me, uh, I know exactly who it was and said, you need to get really, really catty and bitchy. He said, you need to get rid of the twins. And we're like, okay, okay. Like, and they, and they, and like, he sort of came at us, like, you don't understand. They're going to beat you at the end. And Blah, blah, blah. Wasn't very nice. And I was like, I went straight to the twins and I just said, Gerard and I both did. And he said, they want you out. They're trying to get you. Let's us have our alliance. And it ended up being obviously a very good alliance for us for, for a long amount of time. So I just remember the reason we did that was because we didn't want to be that group. We, we wanted to go. They're all against them. No, we, we didn't think they were. We didn't think they were our competition at that time. It was just too early. It's like, don't start splitting up and... You know, when I started seeing that on the first episode, or the you know, the first Get Rid of the Twins episode, well, I guess that was second episode. Second it's a twin hunt. It's a twin hunt. Yes, that's right. Um, I, I was just like, you know, that's what we felt. We never said it out loud, though. And I just remember saying, you know, when we said, you know, we would do our own thing. We would um, we could help each other out when we can. And, um, of course, when it's a roadblock or, you know, a detour. Uh, we're on your own and, you know, just do it. And they ended up, we, we ended up having a sort of a great time with them. It was really good to know them. And uh, it was really, it was really, uh, it worked for us, obviously. And that was the point when Phil Kogan turned against you guys and tried to get you to get the twins out. Oh, it wasn't Phil Kogan. No. <laughs> Total. Oh my God. I just got that now. No, no, it definitely wasn't him. Phil was like probably the most neutral guy. And uh, he knew just like, I love show tunes and stuff. So he would always like when I would when we would check in. He would say, you know, oh, he would like sing a sh tell me about a show tune or something, and I would sort of sing it to him. I can't I can't really remember, but he was incredibly uh, nice to us. And I do remember that after the uh, games, the, the Scottish games, it was a long run to get to the castle, uh, which Gerard has visited since then. It was seriously one of the most beautiful places I've been to. And we were running and I was so, you know, people were there and we, we were going to check in and we didn't know like there could have been another ex exit or entrance to this place. We didn't know. So I finished it and I just remember being, Gerard and I had said to each, I said Gerard, I said, Gerard, I get sick if I'm nervous or so, because I, I lived with him for a year uh, when he was in college. And then I was like, I get sick. My stomach just vomits. So don't worry about it. I'm not sick. I'm just getting, I was just nauseous. And I, I, vomited quite a few times during the race and uh i remember getting into that thing and flow and we're talking to phil we just checked in so happy and then i'm like phil i gotta go he's like what i'm like and he's like he's gotta throw up so i literally went to the side and i threw up because i was just so like we got there we made it number one i i did the the, the scottish games which was great uh like meaning I, I was so scared to do every every everything you know we were both very scared and who should do it next? Who should? We don't know what it's about. You know, we didn't get a lot about what was really going on in the clues that back then. You know, that's all. We, you should like games or something. They would say they wouldn't get really specific, as I heard some of them do now. But I don't know that. So you vomited right right near Phil at the pit stop. No, it was a, around a, a a row of bushes. Actually, it wasn't. Even, and then a cameraman started to come around, and I just turned my head and pretended, "Oh no, I'm fine. Everything's fine." As 
And, and that didn't get made into a show tune? I just threw up in the bushes <laughs> on the amazing race. It should have. It should have. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was pretty. And then at the very end in, in Hawaii, I remember it happened again. I was just, you know, we had parked so far away from where the uh, zip lining was. And um, we didn't know that. We were outside these gates and we parked there. We were the first ones there. And then all of a sudden we're running for two miles and we're like, where is this freaking falls? Because we didn't know that we could drive past this gate to this farm, whatever, whatever it was. And uh, I remember all of a sudden we see, you know, them all just drive up to like where we're on like, shit, now we have to go all the way back. And we knew that at that point, we still have another, you know, at least a uh, 25 minute dash to get to our car. So that really sucked for us. So I was vomiting a lot in the fields of Hawaii. That's great train for the Hawaiian Ironman. You should have entered that in into that the following year. Like, well, I parked so far away from a zip line. Let's just let's just take it to that next level. <laughs> I should have. You're absolutely right. My brother did that. Not not Gerard. We laughed. Not um, my brother Glenn did that, and he he did it. Two of them in one in one month. He did it. So it was pretty amazing. Not us. <laughs> we watched him. Actually, well, that's that's interesting. You bring that up because. Um... We interviewed Megan Lentz of the Lentz family, where mm-hmm. four four of the six Lentz siblings were on. So, how was Gerard the sibling that you ran the race with? Um, good question. My brother Glenn. Um, I, I remember he- hearing about this race. Someone at volleyball said you have to watch the show, and I remember watching another show. I think it was called Lost or something, and it premiered the same night as the Amazing Race. Yes, the NBC show that lasted three episodes. Correct, and that was the one I watched. So I didn't see the I didn't see it at all. And then I remember going to volleyball sort of the next day or something, or maybe it was even, uh, yeah, I don't know. And somebody coming up to me goes, you have got to see this show called The Amazing Race. I'm like, well, what's it about? And he's like, watch it. I think it's on, a, it's totally, it was on a totally different network, if I remember, in, during our season, but I think it was on Channel 9 or something. So, and they re-aired it on a different station. So I watched it like that Friday night and I'm like, oh my God. And I just remember that zip line that they had to do across that, valley whatever i can't remember and oh it was so- when they did the gorge when they had to do the free swing across the gorge exactly that's what that's how you know i, I remember it very well and i just remember looking at like oh my god and then i'm like after after watching that season we watched the whole season of course loved it and i'm like i wonder if we could do something like that if i could do that so i said who who can i do it with i was actually a casting director at the time so I was like, who can i do it which brother so i go to gerard i had lived with gerard for a, a year when he was going to, to uh, grad school, and um, and he spoke Spanish. So my other brother, Glenn, who was a survivor, who didn't make Survivor, so he, he said, ixnated, he said, I'm never going to watch it. He never watched an episode. But I was like, who should I ask, Gerard or Glenn? And I just knew that Gerard spoke another language, and I lived with them. But I remember, uh, I felt bad for uh, Glenn because he was uh, he really wanted to go. He was really excited and, and our fans. So anyway, so I was just remembering that that's probably, that. yeah, that was the reason I, I, I asked Gerard and Gerard's like, Okay. And I remember Jen, his wife, I called them and I said, before we did this video, and I said, I'm, I'm going to mail this in now. Are you sure you're okay with him leaving uh, for a month at least? And she goes, why would I care about that? Of course. He goes, you guys are never going to make it. So why would I care? You're not going to make it. So she, she honestly thought that because there were like so many people trying out at that point. They had a lot of applications. So um, so I was like, okay, great. And then when we got it, I think she was like, holy crap, you know, like he just had new, you know, twins. I think they were two years old at the time. And, um, and it was, it was really, it was difficult for him once or twice. I remember we, it was difficult. And what was that casting process like for you? Um, 
Well, I was awful in the first one. Gerard was just nailed it. We, we I was so nervous. I'm telling him everything in Badoo because, of, of course, I feel like I knew everything because I was a guest director. I know what they're looking for and what we are. And and uh, all of a sudden, um, I get there and I'm like so nervous. I don't, I barely say anything. And Gerard was just killing it. So he totally got us the first, uh, what do you call it, the summer finals. And like we immediately went to L.A. after that to uh, to stay there for, I think it was 14 days. So. Um, I guess we went from like um, 24 teams down to 12. So there were 24 teams every day that we were watching in this restaurant in a rest in in you know a, a hotel, and we weren't allowed to speak to them, nothing like that. And I remember Terry and Ian, we wanted to speak to everybody, you know, we wanted to talk, but we couldn't we couldn't give eye contact. There was somebody there watching us, or the late they made us believe there was. And I remember getting some soup or something out of this thing, and she was going right next to me with the soup, and I'm going, and I said you're going down and she goes, you're going down. And that was it. And we just sort of, we, we enjoyed them very much. We, we just had a really good time uh, in the hotel with, with Terry and Ian because they were also the room across from us. And we were just sort of throwing things at their, uh, their glass. They had a glass at the front door. So we were like, and all of a sudden I just whipped, somebody whipped me, it was Gerard whipped this wet napkin, you know, all across the hall right into it. And one of the productions showed up and they were like, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry. So we thought we were going to be kicked out. They're going to pick one of the other 24 people, not us, and blah, blah, blah. Did you recognize any of the, because there were 12 teams that weren't picked, did you recognize any of the other 12 teams from a future season? Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. Um, the one who ended up winning season four. I, I, Kelly, oh, Reckon uh, and Chip? The redhead, Millie and the redhead. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly and... Oh, Kelly and John. Kelly and John, yes. They oh, were my. runner. Yeah, they were runner-ups in season four. Yeah, they never, they never came back, actually. They never did. Yes, uh, I was getting them confused with Colin and Christy, of course. But um, yeah, they were actually on our season. They were in the room right next to us. They couldn't have been more lovelier to us. I mean, we're not allowed to talk. You know, we'd sort of knock on the wall and they were just incredibly sweet. And we found out I was just shocked that they didn't get on. She was gorgeous. And and he was a good looking guy too. I'm like, they're going to get us. You know, they're, they'll find blah, blah, blah. And we were, you know, quite upset that they weren't because we got a little bit of an alliance, you know, no talking alliance if you want to call it that a, a little bit of a acquaintance with them and terry and ian so you know i was upset that kelly wasn't on it and john so uh but they did very well production had to split you guys up no they didn't <laughs> they just don't stop throwing things and littering the hotel i think uh let's see speaking of which um did you know were you aware that colin and christy came back and won a season yes i was i was their biggest fan um I had met him um, at one of the parties. I, there was season four, correct? Season five. Season five, okay. I went to that party and uh, I met them there and he pulled me aside and he goes, Kenny, I totally stole something from you. I'm like, what did you steal? He said, you said in one of your interviews that you were on Ambien and I, w- I, I had gotten it once. It was like right around 9-11. I'm, I'm you know, sort of, you know, a mile, tenth, a mile, you know, mile away. And um, and I had gotten that as sort of a backup within the last year. We had to show that we were taking something. So I just threw that on there, not even thinking I could use it because I only had used it like once or twice when I had it. So they were very old. And uh, he said, so we totally immediately went to my doctor and said, put this on our thing. I think even before he got picked or something like, or it was towards the end, I don't know, but he was very nice. And and I, it was nothing like what I saw um, when, when I was there, it was in, I think it was in Florida. We, there was a big Snapple get together or something, peach iced tea. Was it the 10 year reunion? 
Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It was it was sponsored by I think Snapple, so, and uh, they were there. That means you were you you were the 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 drug hookup for for Colin. <laughs> Correct, absolutely. Well, he certainly didn't he didn't he didn't need it uh, in this last uh, winning season for those guys. I mean, they they just really kicked ass. I was really uh, it was really fun watching them. It was really fun watching. I like I liked them from the beginning, and I just thought he was hysterical. You know, Colin was hysterical that whole ox thing and all that stuff. It was just, it was just great. I, I was really happy to meet him. So, so there was something, uh, you said earlier, Ken, that was interesting. And I actually, it actually aired on TV in the episodes too, about how if you were in Alliance, everyone was on their own for detours and roadblocks. So why not work together on detours and roadblocks just out of curiosity? Again, we didn't really know them. I mean, we were just we just met there, and you know, we didn't know if we can really trust each other. It wasn't an official alliance. I mean, I guess it was because we originally said, you know, they're after you. We want to go with you, and we talked about it. And you know, Gerard sort of negotiated it with you know those guys, and um, we, we we just it, we didn't know them. So it's like we're not going to trust these people who don't even know. And obviously, they didn't do too well the first uh, episode, and they, neither did we. So it was just one of those things, you know, so it just sort of evolved really very, it, it, it's not like it is now. If I, I saw something recently, like everyone was giving me answers. I'm just like, what is that going on? You know, that was my tie in. Yeah, because season 32 is the most recent season to air. And it sounds like there's going to be real changes because there, there was an alliance of five established on day one and they worked on every single task together, every detour and roadblock. And then once it got oh. down to the final five. A final three formed within that final five, and then they worked on every single task together. And then mm. the finale, the winning team won by over an hour. <laughs> wow! Yeah, we didn't we we, we didn't do that. <laughs> Would that just not seem like that appealing to you if it's just build this massive alliance, everyone work together on every task? I'm not saying if someone didn't give me a clue, I wouldn't take it. You know, like oh, do this. If it's like, go get, find the clue for the cyclo. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I wouldn't say no, but I don't know if we would do it again. There were a couple of times Droid yelled at me because I gave out too much information. So not not mean, but why did you say that? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you guys worked with Flo and Sack, I think, on the Singapore detour with finding the, TV, the Singaporean TV star's apartment. Oh, what's his name? Oh, yes. Bola Chu Kang. <laughs> yes. And I remember, I remember... Flo and Zach came. We had just finished uh, in the desert. Uh, they drove. We, we started looking for the um, something was hidden in the the sand. And um, we, we, then we had changed detours. I think like the fifth time or something. And we got on these um, the motor the bikes the the um, what do you call it like little trailers whatever. And uh, we were racing around. And then Flo we right when we came out of the maze. What it, I guess it was like a maze almost. Flo said, oh, my God, you're on that. What, which one should we take? Which one should we take? And, and this is where I, I, I said, Flo, do not do the ones, the digging in the thing. I said, that was awful. Because we had been there for like at least an hour. And it was so hot. We couldn't find a thing. So then we switched. And I think every time we switched, we did pretty well when we did it. We were sort of focused. The, the, so the digging, that's the, the task in Morocco with digging in the sand? Correct. We were the only now team that did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, it was uh, that was that was awful. That was really difficult. And we're like, no, we can't do that. And we're like, we can't change it again. We can't, you know, we keep doing this. I'm like, we're not. We it was. I, I remember even whose idea it was, but it was just uh, it was terrible. So I still flow that, of course. And why do you tell her that? So 
because we think we can beat her in the finale. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> Little did I know. Uh, yeah, that was pretty upsetting. But and I don't think you're. I don't think you're aware of this, but I believe the. I don't even know if I would call alliance or temper or for, forced alliance. I think Andre and Damon offering you money to follow you around for that leg in Morocco. I think it's the only time that a team paid another team to align with them to go around. <laughs> we needed money. <laughs> we d- During the second episode of the race, uh, we were doing in Mexico on the boats and um, I don't know, the kayaks and something else. Well, the, the, the scoodles, whatever. And all of a sudden, um, we, we came back and our bag was gone. We had two bags. We had one bag, our regular bag, and we had a bag of all our necessities. It had my Ambien. It had our raincoats. We had our, our, our alarm clocks in there. We had everything in there. And we got back to there and it was stolen. It was gone. It was just gone. And granted, we went back like two hours. I just assumed production would be there or something. Somebody would pick it up. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even think about it. But then we got back and it was gone and we were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? So we ended up having to go to buy myself a jacket because I didn't have a jacket and, and buy a, a little alarm clock and something else. So we spent a lot of the money. So immediately right after that, we went into our emergency money, which was, I think, $200 that we got from the sound man or somebody. Oh, so you, you, you got to use the emergency fund? Yes, uh, everyone was allowed to use it at one point. They're allowed to use it, you know, at any point they want, but they're not getting any more than that. It's like for an emergency. And to us, this was an emergency. We're going to use it. So we did. So we didn't have any money. So Gerard actually was brilliant enough to say, you know, sure, you can follow us if you give us some money. <laughs> how much How much money was the emergency fund? Uh, it was 200 if I remember correctly. I think it was 200 it's funny because now with like, because in Canada, we've had our own domestic version of Amazing Race. And just when they open the clue, it's like, oh, here you go. Here's like $2,000 for this leg. Here's $3,000 for this leg. And and even in the American version, it's been a very long time since anybody's uh, ran out of money while running the race. <laughs> yeah, we were we were there in the second episode, pretty much. We really were. It was awful. I can only think of one other team paying another team, and that's uh, in All Stars. Yeah, that's that's different with the yield. Yeah, with Oswald and Danny, Dustin, Candace. Yeah, let's see what what else. Oh, how was you? You got to swim in the in the river there in England. How was the how how was that swim <laughs> in the punt boats? <laughs> that was our first fight. You didn't see it because. I, we were, uh, he pushed me in and I was so pissed. I was so pissed right then. Uh, I was laughing the whole way. And then all of a sudden, like he just pushed me in and I was so like, cause I knew that we have like a 15 hour, uh, we knew that we were going to get on a bus or something. So I was so pissed that we were both sopping wet and the guy got mad at us. He said, the sound man said, you know, you ruined one of the microphones. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I got pushed. So you can blame Gerard. And, um, so then they said, you got to be careful with that stuff. But, you know, I don't think, I don't know if he was a veteran or not. He just said, you know, you got to be careful. And so we we got new ones. And then we're walking to the bus where we see um, Derek and Drew sunning before we get on our bus ride. And, <laughs> the bronze gods. <laughs> the bronze gods. And uh, we see them sunning. And like right before that, I'm like, Gerard, we can't, you know, I think we had another hour wait or an hour and a half. I'm like, we have to find a laundromat to, to dry this stuff. I don't have anything, you know, whatnot. So that was our first fight. So I just turned off my microphone and I gave it to him. And then he gave it to me. And uh, Gerard was a lot, um, I was a little more stressed than Gerard was, to be honest. But uh, Gerard was pretty level-headed and uh, he uh, 
that was our first fight. We just, and then they go, you have to turn your microphone on. You just ruined our one microphone. You got to turn this one on. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and how were you frustrated at all by the amount of equalizers they had, especially towards the end of the season where you'd get through like three quarters of the leg and then right before the end, boom, everyone is bunched up together again? Because they don't really do that nowadays. Now it's very rigid where everyone's on the same plane, everyone starts the leg at the same time, and then everyone takes six to eight hours to get to the pit stop in the same city. Yeah. Um, again, Gerard and I really weren't thinking about that. We weren't thinking so much about the... We were thinking about the race, but we didn't really... It, it wasn't a big deal. That, like It was like it was just the game. Whatever came up, we had to do. You know, like we couldn't even... You know, we were also an older team, and... We just we just had to do it you know we didn't even really think about it to be honest or i didn't certainly not and i don't think gerard did either we were just you know oh everyone's together you know i didn't think yay or nay about it i didn't really care because we were just running our race yeah it's just like it's just something that it's just part of part of the game at that point there's not real there wasn't like a discussion of like what of race etiquette or how production should do things <laughs> exactly and especially when when even what's her name were uh, the lawyers were, you know, eliminated. Um, we were thrilled because we, we got first place then. And we're like, oh, there's going to be a prize. It's going to be another big camera, you know. We get another Kodak Easy Share digital camera. <laughs> One for Glenn. <laughs> exactly. And there was none. There was no camera there. We didn't even get a prize. And we're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I think we skipped. I was looking it up. I think it skipped from leg one. There is a prize. I guess you guys would have won that since you got the fast forward in the first leg. Yes. Did you get to go on the cruise? Yes, I ended up taking one of my best friends, uh, Peggy McGurk, and she was like uh, thrilled because we could, we could, it was for two of us. The last person I want to go on vacation is with my brother, and he, same with him, he would not want to go with me. So he was going at the time, and he had been away from his wife for so long. He was like, so just take it. So uh, he gave it to us. So I just invited her, and it was just a, we, such a great cruise. It really was a ton of fun. And someone kept stealing my, our pictures. Like, I guess they were a fan of the race. And finally, at the very end, they go, oh, I'm sorry, we were stealing your pictures. You know, like, you know, in a cruise, they sort of take a whole bunch of pictures of wherever you're at. And I had no idea, you know, I knew that they were taking our picture, but it was just because they take everyone's picture. It's like Disney World, you know, you just, and hopefully they'll buy it at the end. They, you know, we didn't, no one knew where we were from or anything like that. And somebody kept taking our picture. And at the end, <laughs> These two people came up to goes, oh, we're so sorry, but we took all your pictures here. They are. We feel bad. We've been following you the whole time. And I didn't, we didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even recognize it. You know, he goes, we, we knew that you were on the race. And I just really thought, pathetic. <laughs> it's just me <laughs> and my friend who, you know, <laughs> who beat cancer, you know. Welcome to the Amazing Race fandom. Exactly. It was great, though. I was like really excited. Did you try to get royalties off of the, or to get, be like, hey, pay up if you want to keep those pictures of me? No, I did not. <laughs> I have a microphone I have to pay for? I was excited, <laughs> excited I got recognized, more excited that I got recognized, to be honest. So uh, like, wow, someone recognized me because it was like, you know, six years, six months later. So. so that's not too bad. It's not like now where teams have won cruises in seasons 31 and 32 on the amazing race and they have not yet been able to use them for quite a while now really yeah because all the cruises have been shut down oh okay maybe just now they because yeah, of covid so they've been waiting like probably three years for, or two or years or so for some yeah. of them they i thought they were like, right away i thought they were trying to teach them a lesson and like you're not getting this whatever and like holding it from them no okay there is a thing called covid yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ken, anything else you want our 
our fans to know? Because people have been dying to hear from you, from Flo, from Zach, and unfortunately they won't be able to hear from Gerard, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He's upset. Let's see, we talked about Vietnam. Let's see, Switzerland. Any crazy memories from Switzerland? That was one of the times where you also switched detours, actually, was during the banking task. Yeah, you actually didn't see us actually do another detour um, in Portugal. We... It was a, uh, no, was it a detour? It was a fast forward. We walked, we came into, after whatever, delivering something, I can't remember what we did, or, or delivering the crates of wine in the trucks. Correct. Yeah. And we walked in and we're like, oh my God, we had to do this. Like we just assumed we had to do this. I don't know what possessed us. So we start doing this whole thing and we're doing it for like 20 minutes and we're like, God, and no one was around. I'm like, well, what do we do? Like, you know, I don't know if this is right. Where's production, you know? And they come up to us. You're an idiot. Like, they didn't say that, but they're just like, no, that's that's for someone for the fast forward. And no one took that fast forward. So we were like, oh, God, do we have got to start paying attention for? And they never aired that. That would have been hilarious to see a team do a fast forward when they're not even allowed to claim it. I don't think that's ever happened. Hilarious for you. Yeah, hilarious. I mean, is, is it funny? <laughs> is it at least funny 19 years later after the fact? Or is it still, oh, can't believe we did that? <laughs> There was so much other stuff that we couldn't believe. Like that was sort of minimal to us because we weren't on camera, I guess, that we, you know, and I just remember like some guy looking at, I guess, the, the field, whatever guy. And he's like, uh, that's, that's something else. You don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, what was the task? Don't even ask me. It was something about tiles in the Portugal. Uh, I don't even remember. It's like tiles and it was like a puzzle or something. According to Wikipedia, it was a puzzle. I've just looked it up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I think it was made of tiles, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, so I'm like, and Gerard was great with tiles. So, you know, he's like, I can't get this. I'm like, get it, you know, and, you know, we need to get it. And we just stopped, stopped and did it. <laughs> so that was the original, the original moment of hashtag read your clue. Absolutely. That was one of them that we actually had a few before that too. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. We didn't, we were having trouble with that. And, uh, oh, Gerard's calling now. Hold on. Hello, Gerard. I'm on. I'm on. I'm still chatting on chatting away. Yes, I'm still on the interview. You want to come? It's going fine. I have to go though. But you want to come in? Can you come in yet? They couldn't get it to work. He said he's sorry, Logan. That's okay. Tell give him give him our best. We say hi. All right. He, they say hello. All right. See you later. We heard Gerard's voice for a second, so technically he did kind it of counts. appear. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> yes, I tried to put it to the thing, but then I'm like, he's going to say a cuss word and. And I'm like, he doesn't say cuss, cuss words as me. Swearing doesn't matter. It never gets censored on this podcast. Yay. <laughs> With a few exceptions. Yay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another, uh, something that happened. I can't remember. Like, yeah, no, I guess the, the best one was about the Gerard not, finally not doing something. And I'm like, yeah, I'll pick it up. I'll call the, the cab, you know, ahead of time. And, and then I get all, all this attention. Like, nope, Mr. Ken. And he's like, I can't believe they pet, spend so much time on the twins not being able to get our cab so we, we were just laughing at that i'm like yep everyone thinks i did all this work now behind <laughs> the scenes uh how fun was it to try and pronounce some of those uh swiss places uh, those places in switzerland <laughs> you know i i i never knew we were mispronouncing anything <laughs> i didn't we didn't i didn't you know it was we was again we were just so focused uh look we were just so focused and it was like, oh, well, if I said the, the wrong name or something, it doesn't matter. And I, I've seen much worse after our season. I mean, people reading these clues and I'm just cracking up. So, uh, 
Yeah, the uh, geography whiz in me cringes a bit when I see Mauritius pronounced as Mauritius. I'm like, oh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would say or Gerard would say, to be honest. Have you done any traveling at all to internationally since since your season, Ken? Um, yes, I've been to Thailand, I've been to um, London, and I did get to see Potter's Field. And um, that was something that, you know, it was weird. We got, we, we just lucked out. One of the first clues, I think, in, in, after getting off the bus was to find um, Potter's Field. And Potter's Field is something, no one knew really what Potter's Field was. I mean, it wasn't, we just happened to get this old time Brit and he was like, Potter's Field? are you kidding me? I'm like, no, he's like, we don't ever say that, but I know exactly where it is. It's like, okay, good. Take us. So we, you know, he took us to there and, and I, I know a couple people who got stuck a little bit or were late on that one was because their driver didn't know what Potter's field was. It just, just happened to be an older man and knew exactly what it was. And uh, yeah. So then looking crazy for a taxi up on the, the bridge, whatever. So. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if I have too much, too much else to really, to really ask. I can tell you something. I, 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 I have something. Uh, oh, yes, I remember. So when, when uh, this is sort of a big one, I didn't tell anyone for a long time. I wasn't just, weren't, I just didn't want to. But when we were in Singapore and we were flying to Vietnam, we had to get a, I know now all the people are going to say, oh, he cheated and blah, blah, blah. This cabbie took Singapore. It's it, it's a huge show in there. They we were shocked at the reception of everyone in Singapore about it. They love this show and and they knew it. They knew we were coming and it was like sort of a big deal. We didn't know that really at the time. Yeah, I actually met the host of Amazing the host of Amazing Race Asia and Amazing Race China, Alan Wu. He lives in Singapore and I, and when I went to Singapore a couple of years ago, I met up with him at a Starbucks. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So just crazy connection there. Yeah, they 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 really like it. Uh, they 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 were big fans of the show. Thankfully, you know, one and two were good seasons. So um, when we were in there, um, we had gotten our visa from production. They said, okay, here's your visa to get into Vietnam. You can't lose it. You know, whatever. So we're rushing to get into the airport. I don't remember. We were trying to catch this one flight, and we got it. We were the only one to get it. Um, and we were just we rushed right into the airport, and we went about maybe. 15 steps and we were right at the window um, and the taxi driver was right outside. And all of a sudden he, production had, had I left it in the cab. I left, I left the, the clue in the cab, the, the visa. So we weren't able to get in. So I, I didn't know at the time that I left it in, I, I knew that I left it in the cab, but I didn't know anyone if, if they found that I didn't even ask. So all of a sudden we're getting on, we're going to Vietnam and I'm like, oh my God, Gerard, I don't have the visa. And he's like, what? I said, I don't have the visa. I, did I leave it in the car? So I freaked out. I immediately was like, what are we going to do? We're out of the race. You know, and I was, again, I got sick on that flight. You know, I let it die. And then we just happened to have one of the best uh, security guards up front. I can't remember. Uh, Rob, I, he was such a great guy. I can't remember. His name. Anyway, um, I went to him and I said, hey, listen, um, I don't have my visa. I think I left it in the cab. And he goes, here it is. And I said, oh, thanks. And he said, well, what had happened was we've actually been on the call with three different lawyers about this. They said, because when you got out of the thing, you were you were very close enough for that man to run and say, hey, we, we were literally, you know, 15 steps away. So the guy, he thought we, he, he said that we thought, he thought we were part of production and that, so he gave it to them. He said, oh, give this to those two. 
you know, like you have to give this to them. So when they got it, they're like, oh, wait a minute, is this going to be a violation? Yet we could see what was going on because we just did the front desk. And he would have come in if he didn't know that we weren't together so much. So I was like, uh, and he said, we actually have been in touch with two different lawyers and they cleared it. They said, it's absolutely fine because we were a group of four people. And they said, oh, give this to them. And he said, give this to those two. They left it in the back of the seat. And, you know, he knew us. He knew the Amazing Race. So he was like a huge fan. And anyway, so I was like, oh, my God, we're going to be out. We're going to be out. And uh, and they said, absolutely not. They said it was very legitimate. It, they said it was four people. And uh, you were a group. And they said, give this to Kenny. And that's they, they did say that. I'm not give it to Kenny. Give it to the person who ever left the tournament. We were like, oh. So we were so relieved. And uh, so we I just never really said too much about that. I was so embarrassed by the whole thing. Yeah, it's almost good, good it wasn't mentioned, because I think if if it happened at the time, people would be like, oh, they should have been disqualified. They cheated, <laughs> exactly. And we were literally like, it was funny because we get in our thing and th these guys came right behind us, you know, but we still, when they came up to us, the guy was like right at the window watching because, you know, we were 10 feet away from him, you know, and I guess he knew it was a race. So it, was one of the, it wasn't one of these things that he's like, oh, we thought you were a group of four and here's your... You, oh, you left this. He didn't even know what it was. He didn't look at it. He's like, oh, you left this, you know. He said, oh, give, give that give, give that to them. He goes, oh, you know, I don't know if he said I will or not, but he didn't. He gave it, he went, made a big deal out of it and went to production and talked to some lawyer in New York or LA or something at the time. And we were just like, he said, no, you're absolutely clear because he, you know, you were a group and he said, give it to them. So. Well, that is quite, that is quite some behind the scenes story there. <laughs> I don't think yes. anyone, I don't think anyone really knew about that. I didn't really tell anyone because he, he even sort of said, you might not want to tell anybody because they're going to make a big deal out of it. He goes, but it was completely legit. And he said, so we're absolutely fine with it. We cleared it with two of the lawyers and they all said the exact same thing. No way. If it's all unfair, if they if, if a group of lawyers think it's fair, then I guess it's a okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we were a group of four people in there, you know, so it was like, you know, oh, give this to the other guy because we they we can only we, we were only like we were only allowed to be 20 feet away from our cameraman and, and salmon at all times. So we were like within 20 feet of them and they started to run with us and, uh, you know, just, oh, OK, here, you know, like they, they gave it to him. And then he, I guess, on the way in the airport while we were waiting, they just made a whole bunch of phone calls. So we were like, oh, God. So, so we lucked out. No social distancing there. None. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Ken. Anything else you'd like to? Anything else you'd like to say? No, just just thank you very much. Thanks for us getting back together with Flo and Zach. And Gerard is really upset that he didn't make it. He's texting me like crazy. Let me in. Let me in. So uh, anyway, we 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 did have a great time, and it really was sort of. Uh, uh, it was a life-changing experience as far as just going out of your comfort zone. And, and I was completely out of my comfort zone, running a race and doing athletic things. And Gerard was completely out of his zone. He's never been on camera. He's never, you know, he's just a smart guy with his head. You know, he's, he's very good with all that stuff. He was a great navigator. Um, so I was, you know, he didn't know how to drive stick. And he insisted one time. And I'm like, no, why would you do that? I didn't have to drive stick. You know, I took my license to get, you know, got my license with a stick. So anyway, he had to drive. And then, of course, he stalled out like three times. Like, all right, just take it. You know, So he's pretty pissed. But anyway, Jerome was just a great navigator. And it was really just, uh, it got us much closer than we've ever been. And we still, still bonded now. And he's just a great guy. You're arguably the strongest team on that whole season. One of the strongest teams ever. Thank you. So 
Thank you to Ken, Flo and Zach for joining us for this very special episode. Logan and I will be back in the new year for more podcasts, beginning with Vias to Mall 2022 on the 5th of January. Don't forget you can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube or Instagram where we are RTV Warriors. Or you can email us and contact us at rtvwarriors.com. Logan's on Twitter at LogSuperQuacky and I'm MJ Harmstone. See you very soon.